Hello and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzium.com and sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. Hi, here we are. We're doing it. Yes. Welcome to episode 35 for our special favorite fives. <laughs> yeah. And that works out nicely. Yes, it does. Sorry that we weren't here last week. We've been uh, very busy. Yes. We both have life happening um, <laughs> to say the least. And so we're here now. I'm in California at the moment. Ashley's in her usual home as her, as a new mama. Yeah. It is life. I hope you're happy. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're still out there listening to us. Yes. Don't give yes. up on us guys. We're not giving yes. up. I promise. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Let's get into it. Sounds good. I have an oopsie daisy of my own here that I'm really embarrassed about. I'm going to blame this on mom brain, <laughs> but, uh, last episode on our, this week in your history, I used the date of March 20th, even though it was the end of April when the episode came out. You know, I am also partly to blame. I did not notice. I was too excited about having two events on the same day of March 20th. I know they were so good. And man, I'm just, I don't know what day it is. I'm not going to work. Everything's blurring together. So that was my bad. And anybody who caught that, uh, just don't make too much fun of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to be happy that we're giving you all the info about what's going on all these days in her life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What, what other follow-ups you got? Yeah, this is a really cool one. So even though the Drew Magazine spring issue has been out for a while and I'd already flipped through it, I was looking at it again and I noticed something very interesting. So mm -hmm. there's a whole feature on Drew going to Italy on vacation and there are photos that she took there and there's a tiny little photo and it's like in the middle of the page. So it's kind of easy to miss. And it's of the three sardines design that she used for her tattoo. It said the caption said it was some ceramic, like local ceramic. So she must have seen it, taken a picture of it. And that was her inspiration. So that's now we know where that kind of strange design came from. <laughs> yep. And I'm, I don't think the magazine said anything about like, and it became her tattoo, right? It's just like, oh, it's just there. Yeah. It's just totally hidden. <laughs> it's like a really cool little Easter egg. So we'll share a photo of it on the episode page. That's awesome. Very cool. I love it. Me too. Speaking of love, <laughs> what did our love Drew Barrymore love this week? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This week, Drew proclaimed her love for a sunny side up. Mm. eggs obviously right yeah uh, marie calendars <laughs> the Haley mills parent trap okay nachos okay games which like yeah i think yeah. we know that but um a rollerball like on a cosmetic you know i'm gonna say uh <laughs> like a rollerball pen <laughs> <laughs> nope this was uh specifically about a fragrance rollerball okay um a good lob off <laughs> And that's about a haircut. Okay. I love that she called it a lob off. Like, <laughs> and then also another good thing, a good Morse code machine. <laughs> Not sure why. What? <laughs> I don't even remember the context. Drew's in the military. Yeah. <laughs> she's really good undercover in the military because she's so present that there's nobody that they would expect her, but she's like, like a fucking genius at morse code turns out <laughs> didn't you totally see that somehow perfect and amazing i'm, I'm just speaking the truth right now you know 
Yeah, well, let's not blow her cover. Okay, I might have to cut that out. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right, so no mistakes this week on what month it is. Well, when we're recording this, it's April. When this comes out, it'll be May. So what do we have for this week in Drew history? Okay, I think I did my math right. So we're, <laughs> we're going to do May 6th, 2002. And you guys might recall, this is when Drew was paparazzied with Fab, um, Fabrizio Moretti from The Strokes at the very, very beginning of their relationship outside the Viper Room mm-hmm. on Sunset in Hollywood and then outside this convenience store that you and I both happen to drive by many, many times. So we always recognize it as that yep. one. <laughs> yep, totally. And I remember these pictures so well. I have like, totally. I feel like we have lots of clippings. It's It was like the first time that magazines reported on them being together. So like, I know that they supposedly met at Coachella, which I think was a few weeks prior to this. And they were photographed at some like fundraising event very subtly. Like you weren't sure if they were together. And then these were like, okay, they're dating. This was like the first. (laughs) Like making out, holding hands, right? Like it was like very clear. Yeah. So that's a fun one. to These are so cute. And they're like kind of iconic in the Fab Drew story. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to come back 21 years later to now. What's new with Drew? (laughs) Oh my God, stop. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we have more promos have been coming out for the MTV Movie and TV Awards, which are really cute and fun. I love Drew's look in it. Funnily enough, I had left a comment under our Drewsium account that uh, she was kind of channeling Sheila from Santa Clarita diet in her like what she was looking like in those yeah and then they did like a, a couple of days later they did a little promo of her as that character so <laughs> that's amazing not saying I it's my doing but, <laughs> but that's amazing <laughs> but yeah that was pretty cool you got the sense was it like the hair like yeah so it was the long hair and then she was wearing boots that I don't know if they're the same pair but they look identical to ones she had on the show and in promo photos for the show. So, so cool. I love it. I love that you sensed it. (laughs) I know. We also need to mention that the Drew Barrymore show wrapped season three on uh, April 20th. They filmed the last episode and it was really cute. They did this like huge uh, crew photo where they're all sitting in the audience area and yeah, really exciting. That's done. So I was kind of thinking like, oh shoot, over the summer, how are we going to have material for all of our segments? We're not going to know what Drew loves recently. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure something out. We'll be pulling Drewisms from other places. Like that'll be fine. Yeah, we can do that. Um, And I don't know when the last like new episode is going to air, but they're done filming them. So probably not much longer. Cool. Congrats, Drew. (laughs) And then another congrats to them is that they were nominated for seven daytime Emmy awards, which is so cool, including best daytime talk show and host for our girl drew. Yeah. Congratulations to the show and everybody that works on it. And those are going to happen on June 16th. So let's, uh, let's all cross our fingers that maybe drew would get an award. That'd be so, so exciting. It would be so exciting for her to get an award for this job that she's just totally loving and thriving at and just getting better at all the time. So we're rooting for you guys. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yes. 
she was honored, as we mentioned last episode, as one of the most influential people for the mm-hmm. Time 100. And they had a gala recently for all of those people. Um, And Steven Spielberg was presented with a special impact award and Drew and Ki Hui Kwan presented that to him. So Mm -hmm. Ki had been in Indiana Jones. I don't know which one. So they both have like connections to Steven as children. And then um, Drew had gone to that set when they were filming in London. And that's when she met him. And they were like little buddies. And we have pictures of them going to the zoo together that Steven's former girlfriend, Amy Irving, had shared that are so cool. So I thought that was really sweet to see them uh, show up for him and reunite. Super sweet. Absolutely. That was super fun. And then there were also... So do you remember when Aubrey Plaza was on Drew's short-lived podcast <laughs> and uh, she was saying she wanted Drew to be her mommy and it like yes. became a whole internet thing. And then Natasha Leone came on the Drew Barrymore <laughs> show and said she was going to be the daddy. So <laughs> anyway, and that was the whole thing. So anyway, yeah. uh, they were both at the event as well. So there's these great photos of uh, Aubrey like sucking her thumb and the other two <laughs> around her, basically the mommy and daddy. It's so great. And I love all of them. So it's just like so wonderful to see them all together and joking about that and loving (laughs) each other and supporting each other. Like so fun. (laughs) Yeah. This event like had a lot of really fun people there. A lot of great photos. I think we, I liked the dress more than you did. The dress Drew wore. Yes. Again, she's still in her cape era. We're still seeing a lot of capes on her. Yes. Uh, whenever she does red carpet stuff. <laughs> yes. I love I love the cape and I love the fabric, but the bunching on the front of the dress I don't love. So it's like it's like hard for me to like love the okay. entire outfit when I don't love like the fit. Yeah. I love that it looks like old wallpaper, but it's like butterflies. I don't know. It's- yeah. I know. I was really happy to see some butterflies. We haven't seen butterflies on Drew in a long time. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And she looked, her makeup was like kind of natural, like interestingly, like natural for a red carpet look, but Mm -hmm. I loved it. She looked amazing. I just wasn't like blown away by the dress. Yeah. So that is going to be airing. Well, as of time of filming this, it should have already come out. Um, It's airing (laughs) on ABC, Hulu, and Disney Plus. So hopefully by the time you guys listen to this, that will be available and we can all watch Drew and Key present Stephen with his award. Very cool. Uh, Last thing is that Drew was also on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon this week. And uh, okay, what did you think of that look? I loved that look. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that she's the last two times she's been on Jimmy's show. She's worn like kind of like gothy things. I know. Like gloves <laughs> both times too. Yeah. She's got like gloves. And this time what it was so cool to me is she had like those tights that were the same pattern. Yeah. I loved that. It was really cool. I love that it was high fashion. I love that she's having fun with it. Like, I think it was really cool. I would totally wear that. It was another like cape too. <laughs> Cape-ish. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, that's, there's something nice about that, I guess, to like have like your modesty, but then it's also like it drags behind you and it's kind of dramatic. Yeah, So I'm into it. Yeah. So they talked about basically all these recent things that we just mentioned. Uh, <laughs> they also talked about um, how now, right now on the internet, it's a whole thing about Drew getting so close physically to all of her guests so she was having a 
fun time laughing about that. It's funny because when uh, BuzzFeed like compiled a bunch of tweets talking about it, I almost linked to it on our socials. But then I was like, oh, I don't know. Is this like being a little mean to her? Well, it turns out she loved it and she posted it the next day. So I was like, oh, I should have shared it. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. But many times when she has something that's kind of making fun of her, she's like, this is great. Like, I I'm glad that people are having fun. I'm having fun, you know? Yeah. You know what? I just got such a random memory. Do you remember when the onion did this video of like a Drew coloring book? Like, no, I don't think so. Oh my God. We're going to have to find this. It was so funny, but it was a little, a little mean, but funny. And she loved it and like posted a funny response to it. This was probably like, oh my God, 15 years ago or something crazy like that. I'm going to have to look for it. Okay. That sounds great. But of course she loved it. I was also thinking about like when she was on the golden globes and then she had like maybe no bra and then she went on SNL. Like I was just thinking about how she just kind of like gets into it. Like she's just like, this is fun parody satire. Like let's do it. That's a great example too. (laughs) Also on the tonight show, she and Jimmy revitalized his old sketch that ew. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't tell. So she's supposed to be like an exchange student, like definitely a Scandinavian thing going on. And he introduces her. And of course he's hard to understand. And I swear he called her Bjorgen Kjorgen. So I don't know. (laughs) I I haven't watched it. I've just seen pictures and a little clip. So (laughs) yeah, go back and watch. Cause I was like, what? Like, is that what he just said? But it's so hard to tell. But she's definitely doing like that kind that of accent. So. But a very, very different look from Bjorgen in uh, Wayne's World 2. Very different. And I'll see if we can play it and then we'll confirm okay. if you say Bjorgen Kjorgen. Okay, let's do it. Anyways, here, look for yourselves. Here's the latest episode of Ew. And if you're wondering, that's S-A-R-A with no H, because H's are L. <laughs> Joining me today is a new foreign exchange student who just moved in across the street, Bernie Shergan. <laughs> Hi, Bernie. <laughs> okay, so according to the captions, that is what he said. Yes, that's great. That is so great. Oh, my God. I'm so glad we, we confirmed that. <laughs> I didn't even think of watching it with captions. That's so funny. All right, cool. That's really great. That's so great. Yeah. That's such a good little Easter egg. Like so many people wouldn't even know what that was. Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. I wonder if she like said, let's be Bjergen Kjergen or if the writers came up with that. Like that's so cute. Oh man. Well, now we're going to have to post that on our uh, Instagram so that people didn't miss it. (laughs) How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah. It's great to be on you. Yeah. I love your pigtails. Did you braid them yourself? No, they were done by my sisters, <laughs> Hurdy, Akurdy, and Donna. And Donna. And Donna. <laughs> That's really cute. I lo- I've always loved that you yeah. segment, so it's really cute. Has Drew done it before? She has. No. Right? Oh, my God. And she said, like, um, so when she comes on the regular interview part, she says she has, like, an ew merch purse or bag or something, <laughs> and that she carries it every time she goes over to Jimmy's house. <laughs> She's always <laughs> wanted to be on it. I guess they, like, haven't done it in a really, really long time, so they, like, brought it back for her. Oh, I love it. And it's, yeah. it, when I saw pictures, I was like, oh, the braces are so Josie Grossy. Yeah. Like, it's so fun. And I was imagining her channeling that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you didn't know she was going to be channeling Bjorgen Kjorgen. <laughs> 
Okay, little did I know she'd be going back to 1992 or 1991, whenever they filmed that. Could have been 93. I, she has 93 vibes there. Okay. Howdy, Howdy Droomies. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Positive Medium. We've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years, and they take care of all of our website needs for thedruseum.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration quite a yep. few times, but then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, and if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course. <laughs> All right. So we've got a fun weekly topic. Um, I kind of teased it a little bit and you've probably read the description. So are we ready to introduce the topic? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So for this week, we're doing our favorite five performances of Drew's. Um, not necessarily the performances that we think that she's like acting her best, but maybe we like the way she does the character or maybe we like her nuance, the way she, you know, just whatever it is. So these are our favorite performances by Drew Barrymore. Um, we are going to have a couple of honorable mentions and then we'll go from five down to one. Woohoo! I guess we can jump right in. Great. Well, yeah, these are our, just our opinions at this moment in time. <laughs> Don't take it personally. If we didn't pick your favorite performance. These are what speaks to us individually. We're going to do mine and Anne separately. We have our own list. Yep. Yeah, so I'll mention my honorable mentions first. Um, let's start there. So I'm going to give a shout out to Gun Crazy because I do think that Drew is really good in that and definitely is very believable as this wrong side of the tracks girl. Mm -hmm. But it's not necessarily my favorite, but shouting it out. Yep. I also want to do the Amy Fisher story because props to Drew mm -hmm. for being totally different from her normal self. Like everything, her whole vibe is just not drew at all which is great and you yep. know she's portraying a real life person which is always an extra challenge so that's a great one and then I also this is kind of a weird one but I want to give a shout out to whip it because I feel like she's uh really different in that one too very funny but in a different way than she's normally funny yep yeah I, I love smashly and her humor and her uh stoner vibes in that one <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And I agree with yours. But I have to say, just before we like really get in, I haven't like rewatched a lot of Drew's films. And I feel like a lot of my choices are ones that I either have seen many times or they've I'm like remembering the impact yeah. they made. The honorable mention I have, which it's hard for me not to put it in my top five, but it's Donnie Darko. So the reason I feel like I can't give it more is because she's in it so little. And so I feel like if I had more of that character... 
then maybe it would be in my top five, but I yeah. had to mention it. I just love the film too much and I love her in it. So that's my honorable mention. Should we take a quick little segment here for our resident Gen Zer and do the minute with Mila and yes. see what her favorite Drew performances before we get into ours? That sounds great. All right. <laughs> we haven't had this segment in quite a bit. Welcome back, Mila. Hi. <laughs> so for this week's topic, we're talking about our favorite Drew Barrymore performances, and we wanted to know if you have some favorites. I really only have one, and it's Whip It. Okay. Why do you like it so much? Well, because, like, from what I know, Drew is, like, always, like, happy and, like, bubbly and, like, just, like, that type of person. But in Whip It, she's, like, she's the same, but, like, she's more of, like, fierce and, like, she gets hurt. And, like, she's always been fierce, but, like, she always gets hurt and she's, like, silly and goofy. And that's not, like, I mean, that's her, but, like, she never really gets hurt like that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Yeah, it is a really good performance. I agree. Yeah, I agree. She's she is different and with it. And that's why it's one of my honorable mentions. So oh. we were on the same page. <laughs> Plus, do you remember what her name is in that? No. Smashly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bonus. It's almost your mom's name. Yeah. Do, can you speak for Willow about Willow's favorite Drew Barrymore performance? Willow's favorite is probably also Whip It because Willow, which is my cat, She's a beast and she loves getting hurt to do crazy things. <laughs> so exactly like Drew, she would do something like that. Right, Willow? What would Willow's roller derby name be? Beastie Willow. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Willow and Mila. I'm so glad we got to return with Minute with Mila and Willow. I look yeah. forward to uh, your future appearances. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you. Thanks for okay. joining us. We missed you on the pod. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it has. Okay, bye. Bye. We've missed Mila. I'm glad we got a little yeah, bit of her back fun. in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Our top five. Are you ready? I guess I'm ready. Okay. All right. You want me to start? Yeah, sure. Okay. So my number five pick, and this is kind of similar to what you're saying. This isn't one I've seen as much. So maybe yep. that's why it's not higher up on my list. Yep. Um, but I'm going to go with Grey Gardens. Mm -hmm. And obviously I think we all know this is one of Drew's best performances. Like objectively, everyone could say that. I mean, this is the one she has all the awards for. She's playing a huge range of ages and eras and a real person once again, with a really distinct accent. Yep. That's very difficult. The yep. thing that always stands out to me, and again, I'm going to have to rewatch it. We're, I would love to do a great episode on this. That we will do that eventually. But there's a scene in the beginning where she's like supposed to be a teenager. Mm -hmm. And she's very much pulling that off, maybe even more so than in writing in Cards with Boys. But anyway, and they walk into Grey Gardens, the house for the first time. And I just remember something about her vibe in that scene was so real and just like, yes, this is like this 18 year old well-to-do girl. I just totally bought it. Like she just nailed it. So yeah, that's my number five. Again, it would be higher if I watched it more. So I'm going to have to do that, I guess. <laughs> Your justifications absolutely make sense. Um, I will be speaking more about Grey Gardens in a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right. What's your number five? My number five. It's a weird choice. Um, It's wishful thinking. Okay. And I think the reason why I love her so much in it. Well, yeah. <laughs> How can you not? <laughs> 
it's a weird film, but it's also a film I actually genuinely, I mean, I actually like the movie. Like, I know that's like, I feel like so many other people who I've talked to about it, maybe non-Drew fans mostly are like, this film sucks. Um, <laughs> it's it's weird, um, but I love her in it. Um, there are like just her mannerisms, her style, which obviously it's, I don't know how much she had to do with her style in it, but it kind of feels like her in 95 to an elevated way. Yeah, I feel like she must've had some input on the look of that character it's just too good yeah yep. and I love how she plays off the other characters like if you haven't seen it it's interesting because it has like the same story from multiple perspectives and I just I think that's fun anyway that's my number five I don't have a super good reason other than loving her look and loving the way she delivers the stuff in this weird movie <laughs> is there a favorite scene that you have in it like Ooh. something that stands out as a part that you love how she acts specifically part where she's walking on the street maybe with like the little girl that she like meets later that gives her those cards I don't know I can't remember very well but I love that for some reason of course I love the scene in the movie theater when James Gross's character is like imagining her but that's all about her look than anything else and then there's a part where she throws a picture out the window and I love that part I'm remembering them after not seeing the movie in like five years so it's all (laughs) like I'm seeing like a picture in my mind yeah. I don't have a really good answer for that. <laughs> Those are great, though. Those are yeah. great. Okay, so what is now moving on? Number four. What's your number four? Okay, my number four is The Wedding Singer. This is the movie. This is the performance that got me hooked on Drew. This is where I saw her and was like, this is the coolest girl. I want to be just like her. <laughs> I still aspire to be like Julia, and uh, she's just so easygoing and fun and uh, sweet. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the most different from our normal Drew. Like, I think she is really kind of playing a version of herself in it. So that's why it's a little lower on my list, but I couldn't not include it because it's like, I just fell in love with her from that performance. (laughs) Totally. And if you're ready for mine, my number four is also the wedding singer. <laughs> and it, I, I when, love it. When I made it, when I was moving this stuff around on this list right before we started recording, I didn't notice I'd put it in the same spot, but it had to be in the top five. It's a movie I will watch anytime. So I love the movie mm-hmm. and I love her in it. You're right. She's like absolutely charming. Like, how could you not want to like be Julia and be with Julia? Like, she's just, <laughs> yeah. she's like. <laughs> beautiful and kind and everyone loves her and you know like she doesn't even really get upset you know she's just like just so like great and you're right it is like it's Drew it's like not much different than her herself she got to be that sweet thing but yeah it's a great one we couldn't leave it out um I'm sure we I and I wasn't a fan until like right after this but it was one of the first ones I saw where I was like recognizing oh that's Drew Barrymore and she's cute in this you know yeah I would like to say like she's really good at giving the like look of like sweet adoration like there's so many parts where she just looks so like lovely looking at Adam's character I also really love the scene where she has the sheet music that she makes for him and he comes and says like he's like going to be materialistic now and she gets like upset and oh I just love how she did plays that scene it's very true and very um tugs at your heartstrings (laughs) it does and I said she doesn't get upset she does get upset there but oh yeah absolutely justified (laughs) it makes total sense when you were talking about that admiration look all I could picture was the scene in the plane when he's singing oh yeah and so like absolutely like nails that 
look of admiration oh and love. Yeah. Like her face when she realizes it's him singing. Oh, oh my God. It's the best. It always makes me cry. Yeah, it's so sweet. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm glad this is on both of our lists and it's great that it's in the same spot. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. All right. So what do you have for number three? Okay. For number three, I chose Mad Love. Mm-hmm. This was a hard one. My top three are maybe a little interchangeable, but um, obviously we've talked very in depth about uh, Casey and mm-hmm. that's in our episode 31. Thank mm-hmm. you for dropping that into the notes just now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of our favorite episodes we've done. It's actually yep. our third most popular listen to episode. Woo-hoo! So we, uh, we will go on and on and on about the, her performance in that. So I don't want to spend too much time, Yes, but, um, obviously the character of Casey again is in a different way from Julia, but somebody that you just like really want to be like, you like, she's very cool and very, like everybody wants to be this girl, like, yes. <laughs> even yes. though she's troubled <laughs> and, uh, some of Drew's best dramatic work without a doubt. Absolutely. All right. Are you ready for my number three? Yes, please. Okay, so um, another film that we've covered in some detail, um, Ever After. So we covered it in episode 22. I know you also love it. It's my number three. So Ever After, there I see flaws in parts of the film. And again, like it's not a perfect film, but I love her and I love who she gets to be. I love like the way she delivers the lines you know, there, there are things that are tropey about the film. So like I said, it's not about the film. It's about like Drew being lovable. And in this specific film, I ha- that's is probably the first film that I saw as like a big fan. And so this has like a very special place in my heart and her in it. So yeah. my number three is Ever After. And if you want to hear us gush about it, check out episode 22. <laughs> Great choice. That one was, came very close to making my list, but uh, I don't, this is hard. Like, like I said, these are subject to change at any point. Yes. I'm kind of like, we're going to be like next week. Yeah. I know. We're going to be like, shoot, I forgot to put in babes in Toyland. (laughs) Well, that's my number one, obviously. Oops, shit. We're not done. I guess we got, I guess I better wait. I kid. (laughs) So what's your number two? Okay. My number two is going to be boys on the side. And I've chosen this because I just absolutely love Drew in this movie. I think every time she comes on screen, she just like elevates and brightens the whole movie. It's not just about the way she looks. It's how she talks. It's her character. It's her personality. In truth, this is actually the very first thing I ever saw of Drew where I went, oh, she's really cute. I like her. Um, Was Mm -hmm. from the trailers being on TV. I remember just thinking she was adorable and I liked how she spoke. (laughs) Um, And yeah, she's just like, I don't know how to describe it, but she's just this like curly haired ball of adorability, but like, she's also (laughs) cool. You know, she's not just like, she's not like a goody two shoes cute. Like she's also like kind of a little bit of a naughty girl. Uh, I love how flirtatious she is. And this is like such a great era of Drew. I don't know. I just love it. She's just hard eyes every time I see her in that movie. That's awesome. I love that that's on your list because I rarely think about that film. Yeah. Same. It's not one of my favorites. Yeah. It's just up there for, for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the other thing, like we're talking about these films because of like Drew's part. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my number two, you mentioned this as your number five is Grey Gardens. Okay. Um, and it's, and it's not a film I've watched a lot. But I cannot deny that feeling of like watching that film, seeing her go through that timeline and 
seeing like it as believable like you really believe she is like she looks like a teen yeah and then when she is the version of Edie in her older age it's like she transformed totally so I think it's I mean I basically am saying without saying it I guess or maybe I'm saying it now um <laughs> I agree with the critics who gave her these awards like I think that it was her like really putting herself out there and I am like so proud that I already am obsessed with this person you know like she did an incredible job Um, I'm just going to go ahead and quickly compare it to writing cars with boys so I feel like the way that she did something similar you know went through these ages and writing cars with boys I feel like that performance was really colored by how she was directed and I think maybe in a negative way Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I think there's a lot of stuff that feels forced in writing cars with boys yeah um you know like it just doesn't feel like it flows well I I love that she had that challenge and then she got to do this challenge maybe it's like the practice of doing writing cars with boys prepared her for great garden yeah it's almost like a redemption (laughs) yeah but great gardens is my number two because I just can't deny that I was like blown away by her for performances like and when I tell people like she's my favorite person it's like she's not my favorite actress she's my favorite person you know like so in this film it's like but if you want to see a film that you would be blown away by her acting watch Great Gardens you know so it's like a sort of thing where it it like I just feel very proud of Drew being this person that is like almost unrecognizable and it's a biopic and you know it just feels too elevated in when I saw it and all of that for me not to like put it in my top performances. So I've gone on too long. (laughs) Perfectly said though. (laughs) Thanks. And I'm ready to hear your number one. Okay. This probably won't be a surprise. My number one (laughs) favorite performance of Drew is Scream. And it's not just because it's my favorite movie. Um, I think this is, I, as much as I love what she did in Grey Gardens, I still, maybe this is controversial. I still think her performance in Scream is her best. Um, I think she went to a level that we've never seen her go to since. I think she is 1000% believable as this girl who's being terrorized. Like there is no part that you watch that movie and think like, oh, mm-hmm. she's so fake and she doesn't really seem scared. Like she sold it. Yeah, like on another level. And that's part of why that scene is so iconic. I mean, it's just her. She's like doing everything by herself aside from Roger Jackson's voice. And I just will never get over it. (laughs) It's always going to be my favorite. Um, She's just fantastic. And we get really in depth on Drew's scene and kind of the production of Scream in our episode 10. So if you guys haven't heard that yet, go listen to that. But um, Casey Becker forever. Love it. (laughs) <laughs> your second Casey on your list yeah <laughs> um I I feel a little bit like I copped out by not doing Donnie Darko because I feel like the amount that she's in Donnie Darko is probably pretty close to like the length of time that she's in Scream but of course that scene in Scream is so elevated yeah. and so impactful that I, I shouldn't really compare them yeah but maybe I'm also like the two like dark films that she's in you know <laughs> and are like personal favorites <laughs> yes um I'm, I'm glad to see scream on your list not at all surprised yeah <laughs> pretty pretty obvious <laughs> yeah it's it's a great one and now my number one maybe no surprise uh mad love <laughs> not surprising Yeah. So as Ashley said, we did go over it episode 31. So you can hear us both gush about it then. But it's just something where when I see her doing certain, it's kind of going back to like mannerisms and 
intensity and sweetness it's kind of got like all of it yeah kind of because because she has like this bipolar disorder i don't even know if they really say it but like i think we're kind of meant to understand that she has major depressive disorder um but definitely mania in there and i feel like you kind of get like she's really fun that she's got that what is it called manic pixie dream girl vibe yeah. but then she also is showing these like really dark parts and we talked about like she's probably tapping into stuff from her teenage years so i feel like that again imperfect film but i love it and it's definitely one when i watch her i just fall in love with her every time totally. <laughs> so it's like whether it's like a mixture of her acting and her look and it just holds a special place in my heart i do think you kind of hit the nail on the head where it kind of has everything you would want like it has like the cool 90s drew it has her being like adorable and sweet and like in love and it has her being dramatic and it like it kind of hits a bunch of different notes which is like makes for an amazing performance and why we are so drawn to it yes so it has like parts that feel like drew it has like some of the stuff that we might have loved about like some things that I would have loved about wishful thinking I can also like pull out of the mad love <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and you know yeah so it's I, it just has to be up there like I kind of was moving it around like thinking about but it kind of just falling back into number one it's just it's I have too much love for it we love our cases <laughs> yes we do yes we do all right we did it <laughs> Um, if you have any suggestions for other, you know, fave fives that you'd like us to go over, um, or you, you know, if you liked this, if you want to let us know your top fives, if you want to, you know, compare your top five to our fives, like we are willing to willing and happy to see your response to this. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. I would definitely like to hear, we want to do more of these top five rankings too. So yeah, give us yes. your suggestions. Um, and thank you guys. Thanks for coming back. Sorry. We missed a week. Hopefully it doesn't happen again, but we'll see. <laughs> Life is crazy. Um, but we're still going to always be here. Like even yes. if we take another week off, we'll come back. We promise. Yeah. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. And if you want to <laughs> encourage us to keep coming back, go give us a rating or a review wherever you're listening to us or subscribe yes. or, you know, Apple podcasts, you can write up a little something about why you think we're so great. <laughs> and then other people <laughs> can see it and listen to us too. And then we'll be like, shoot, we can't skip a week. We got new listeners. We, gotta... <laughs> we, we couldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then if you're on Instagram, follow the podcast account at how do you drew pod? And then also follow at Drewzium. That's our main drew account where we share news and old photos and stuff from our collections and all kinds of stuff. Yes. And also don't forget to visit our website at howdoyoudrew.com, which is hosted on our OG website, Drewzium, which we've had for many years now, since 2006. Yes. Five? We, <laughs> we always forget. Five? It is six. <laughs> okay, good. And um, send listener mail to howdoyoudrewpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear, like I said, what are your top five performances? Or, you know, what do you have to say about our top five? We want to hear from you. And like we said, we'll see you next Tuesday, whenever that is. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Bye, guys. Thank you. This episode of the How Do You Drew podcast was researched and produced by Ashley and Anne from thedrewzium.com with help from our sponsor, Positive Medium. Special thanks to Matt Costa for our lovely theme song, Roxy Prima for our adorable logo, and last but not least, Drew Barrymore and all the Drewbies who love her. We do this for you. Thank, Thank you. you.